people make connections through story. People remember stories. Story is the common thread that holds businesses, families, and other groups together. You can leverage this universal truth by crafting a killer brand narrative for your business. In this podcast, we will cover how to craft a compelling brand narrative that will help customers see themselves in your business's journey. Are you a startup founder or CMO trying to grow your brand? There's good news, you're not the first. Our growth team is committed to learning and earning the skills and strategies high growth companies have used to build their businesses. And now we're sharing them with you. Welcome to Growth Team Radio. All right. Welcome to Growth Team Radio. I am your host today, Chris Dubois, and I am joined today by the Lean Labs head of growth, Kevin Barber. And today we are going to talk uh, brand narratives and just building a brand story and using that uh, to actually get that story out, get your message out. So, Kevin, welcome to the show again. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, we like to start with definitions here to make sure everybody's on the same page before we actually get into everything. So I'm just going to kick first question over of what is a brand narrative, right? So uh, a brand narrative is a story that involves the person that you're talking to. They, they, they find themselves in your story that explains the the change that you're helping them make. So a brand narrative is a story that was crafted for the recipient of the story to understand the change that they can make and how you're helping them make it. Um, oftentimes I say, and I have said numerous times, that a brand is actually just a, a series of stories. There's the story you're telling yourself. There's the story you're telling your team in-house. And there's the story you're telling your market. Basically, there's up to three brand narratives and your job is to create a great story. And then your mission is to make sure the stories are and remain true. Like ultimately, that's what a brand is. And and when you're telling a story and then you're you're proving the story that that's the story that actually ultimately gets told around your brand, uh, you can you can influence that in a significant way. Right. And obviously this makes it a very important like story to have for your brand um, because it's what you're going to be pushing out to, to everyone. What are the, what are some of the ways that this actually um, gives you an edge over your competition? Right. So when we t think about the buyer journey and we think about what engages people, what moves people forward, normally it's not information, information, information. Normally it's not, uh, just a whole bunch of stuff around about you. Like if you're asking people to figure out everything about you to figure out how it applies to them, I think what you're going to find is your message is not sticky. Right? right. But by making it a brand narrative, what you're doing is you're moving it into what Russell Brunson would call an epiphany bridge. So you're actually telling your story around the struggles that they're having and how you found the solution to their problem and implemented it for their success. Right. It, it, and there's a numerous ways to do it, but to understand that, uh, that the job is to tell the story that's ultimately about your customer, but how you might just be one step ahead of them or you're, you have lived the exact same struggle that they're in is the, is the essence of a brand narrative. Right. Are there 
when you talk about a brand narrative, what companies or other brands actually come to mind? What are you using as examples as you're crafting brand narratives, helping your clients craft narratives? Right. So I think that, you know, what the, 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 the two people that really got us working on brand narratives are Russell Brunson with his books, Dot Com Secrets and Expert Secrets, which actually goes into this in quite a bit of detail. Right. Yeah, there you go. Right there. If you're watching the video right on the bookshelf. Right. And uh, and they and they they talk about this epiphany bridge and how you have a cu customer can help achieve it. Uh, Donald Miller with building a story brand also mm -hmm. speaks around this. Right. Um, and in my opinion, both of those are great frameworks. And there's a rule about uh, frameworks. And, and I always love this quote since I saw it, uh, which was no framework is perfect, but some of them are useful. Right. And like and what I see in their frameworks are very useful components. But one of the things I like to do is something that's not in either of their frameworks. I don't just talk about their problem. I like to talk about the problem with all of the alternative, all the alternative paths to getting the result. I actually talk about the different ways they could get it done and why those other ways, other solutions other than mine uh, where they're going to struggle with them. And that that oftentimes is missing in some of those brand narratives. I'm not saying it's entirely missing, but I'm saying that there's an opportunity to really explain that you are an expert in their space and you understand not only the problem they're having and how to solve it, but where they're going to run into roadblocks and potholes on different ways that they could solve it. You know, and like right. that, that, that's what a brand narrative does. And it's it's your story, but it's about them and the journey that they're on, right? Right. So you're highlighting that journey, pulling some of your insights that you've gained from being on this journey yourself and then applying right. it so that they can actually have that paradigm shift. Right. And it's not exactly new. So if you want to go deep on brand narratives, you would buy dot com secrets, expert secrets. You would go through that. You would read building a story brand, maybe go to the workshop. Right. Uh, and the other thing you do is you'd recognize that it's in sales books, too. Right. In the challenger sale, uh, they call that the, the reframe and rational drowning. The reframe is like, here's a new way of thinking about it. And the rational drowning is here's the here's the proof that change has to happen. And then you can present your solution. But you got to walk people through that process of understanding why they even care about a solution. Right. If you're to talk to Anthony Anarino uh, from the sales blog, he would call that the executive briefing. Right. He would call the brand narrative the executive briefing. Look, these are the trends that are right. happening. These are the struggles the brands are facing, just like yours. These are the root causes of your problem, the changes that need to occur and how those changes are being made successfully by companies like X, Y and Z. That's a great brand right. narrative. It's told by him. Yeah. It's about his solution. But the subject of the video is the person that you're talking to or the, right. you know, and it's assuming it's a video or it could be in person or it could be on a podcast or it could be in text. You know? Yeah. Right. Okay. So you've brought up a bunch of different brands, how they're doing it, how they recommend others are, are executing on this. What are the specific elements that you would ensure to include in a brand narrative? Yeah. Uh, you know, just to make sure you're actually hitting the mark. The first one that I would aim to include is the problem. The fact is, is if there's not a costly, painful, somewhat urgent problem, there is there is no solution required. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like one of the yeah. things you need to do is you need to pick if you're going to tell a story, you need to pick the villain of the story, 
right? Every great story has a villain. Otherwise, it's kind of a boring story. And the story is about how right. you slay the villain, ultimately. And mm -hmm. so, like, great brands do this, right? So when Tesla came out, who has a great brand narrative, it's communicated in various ways throughout all of their marketing. And, of course, it's a little cliche to pick a brand like Tesla. But let me explain what they did so brilliantly about the villain. They did not go after and say we have a better electric car. What they said is they said, hey, we're not going to achieve what we want as a society if we have these gas powered vehicles. All right. So Tesla is going to help us evolve away from gas and onto something renewable for the benefit of everyone. Does it make sense? And that's a core component of the brand narrative is is one defining the villain. Right. And the people that agree with that are going to want to see how the story ends. Well, what are you doing a part of it? And then they show them how they can be a part of that. Does that make sense? And their, their brand narrative is we started with a proof of concept called the Roadster, and then we went high end with the Model S because we needed people to basically fund our growth, right? And now we're starting to move into mass production. That's basically the story. That's the brand narrative. And as we make this transformation, and it's working because they're leading the market, right? And... Uh, yeah. And we're not going to make the mistakes of all these other automobile manufacturers. We're going to buck the system. Uh, like all of our vehicles fit on one hand. <laughs> you order them. It's easier to order a Tesla than it is to order a sub sub sandwich. Like like we make this easy, you know, like they, they have their own narrative, you know. Right. So. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay. Problem. Villain. What else would you uh, would you include as elements there? Journey. Journey. So journey. I saw this villain and I went on this journey understanding where where are all of what is the path to slaying this? I, I went they went on a journey. You want to include them in the journey that you took to find the best path. To right. find the best solution. You include them in the journey so that they can see why your solution will help them. I tried this and it didn't work because of blank. And then I tried this and it didn't work because of blank. You know, I could try to make a cheaper Prius, but that's not the problem. The problem is no one's buying Priuses, right? right? Tesla didn't do that. I could try to make it have, you know, um, you know, be various things. But but what they basically said is like, that's not what the market wants. So we're going to make what the market wants to speed this adoption. And here's what you're going to get. Right. So they, they, they include the journey of, of what they're after. Uh, one of the things, probably one of the best brand narratives out there would be Russell Brunson's uh, when he talks about what ClickFunnels is all about. He doesn't actually market ClickFunnels much at all. What he basically markets is that websites are dead. Websites don't work. Right. And there's truth to that because, I mean, we've been in the website business for a very long time. There's millions and millions and millions and millions of websites out there. And it's only like the top 1 million that basically have the top 1 million have 99.9% .9 of all the traffic. So if you're not one of the top 1 million, your website does not make you money. It costs you money. Right. And he's basically saying, hey, for all of you that aren't at the very top, your website's not serving you. What you really need is a funnel, right? And he explains the journey of going from an old way to a new way, what he found and how he has applied that in numerous other situations so the recipient of the story can see it for themselves. That's the game. It's the journey to what you discovered and the discovery yeah. of, oh, this is the better way. And then the plan 
is how they can do it. And then the achievement is evidence that it works and the transformation is who you become as a result. So those are the components. First, the problem, then the journey, then the discovery. That's the, the way you're doing it. Then the plan of how they could do it your way. And then the achievement, what will that ultimately uh, help your company do? The reason why you're doing this in the first place. And the transformation is who you get to be in your organization, who you get to become as a result of leading this, right? Um, yeah. And, and ultimately, right. we only buy things for two reasons. Love or status. So helping them understand not only what their business or or whatever will be able to achieve, but who they get to become inside of that business is important. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense right. or as we hit this as a summary level. Do you want to give me any track back on um, if I'm yeah. hitting this too high level? Yeah, no. So I mean, including the like the emotional and social jobs to be done within that, what they're looking to actually accomplish and showing them the transformation for each through this brand narrative. Yeah. Right. Um, so the, the best companies are like, Hey, we're in the, uh, we're in the blank business. Let's pick, make one up. Can you pick a business type that we'd like to be in? Let's be a painting company. Cause I need to take care of some of these walls in the new office. Okay. We're a painting company, right? So On most of the time, <laughs> the founder of the new technology, innovative painting company was a painter. And they're like, hey, I was out there and like everyone wants, you know, just so you know, the color on your wall sets is a huge impact of the value of every single thing that you put into it and the property itself. But when we paint, it's kind of messed up and everyone's had that blue tape experience and da 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 right? It, right. But like, look at the amount of time, look at the amount of cost and you have to do the touch ups. And we have come up like we were like, this is actually kind of dumb. Right. And there's got to be a better way. So I went out and I tried this and this and this until I came across this um, this app that we can use to understand your room, bring out the right amount of paint and have it systematically painted by machine. I'm making up some sort of innovative company um, that does it in half the time with less paint and with zero defects. Right. So now what we do is we deploy these. You know, by this system that you go through this step process to get this result and the and the interior designers using it are getting this result and the individuals using it are getting this result and the home builders using it are getting this result and that's going to help us blank like that's a brand narrative it's including them and in how you got to the need for the thing you built how you built it what it does and the result it gets them it doesn't even exist and I want to buy it. So, I mean, have you seen uh, those 3D printers for murals? They come in, they set up on a track system. Like, that's what I'm imagining. Oh, it's super cool. They can come in, you can like pick a graphic and a machine will come paint it for you. Like, uh, anyways, that's what I'm imagining in our example here. Yeah. So it already exists. All right. I thought we were onto something. Um, I'll start checking to uh, see what we can get. Yeah. So, all right. Great example. Um, let's, I mean, I, okay, starting from there, what are brands getting wrong as they start looking at building out their brand narratives? Uh, they don't have one. They have features. They have case studies. Mm -hmm. So features and case studies say, hey, come look through and figure out all these things 
and then do the mental calculation of how that applies to you yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I think that we're in a world where there's so much information and it's just increasing and increasing and increasing. Our our minds will not allow us to devote that much caloric load yeah. to figuring out someone else's thing. Like like the brand narrative mm-hmm. is there because it actually hits them with something they care about, solving their problem. Understanding the the reason they have their problem, the reason that the the ways they could solve the problem and the pros and cons of that and who is best for what solution. Ultimately, great sales is helping people make great decisions. You're putting in your brand narrative the way they're probably struggling and basically what you're doing about it and how it helps them. You're turning it into story. Right. And yeah, the easier you can make something, the easier it is for them to consume. And so the more likely they are to actually go through with that. And so... um, If you think about about culture, if you think about anything, like anything actually important, if you want to retain it, you deliver it as a story. Does that make sense? Uh, The story stick, um, the information, it's it's as if it's actually fully comprehended in the first place. It's rarely retained. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think it's all marketers are liars or all marketers tell stories, data version. Um, Seth Godin, right? It's all, everything comes down to that story that you're able to, you either tell or the individual who's actually making a purchase or looking at something is telling themselves a story about whatever it is based off of how they viewed everything. So why wouldn't you set them up to already have that story so you're letting them tell the story you want to be told? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Uh, going back to case that's studies, a fantastic book. So, all marketers tell stories. Yeah. Like, if you haven't checked that out, it mm-hmm. required reading. Absolutely, and it's a quick read, and it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I read it while doing the audiobook. I'd highly recommend. It was like because then you get all the stories twice. Uh, but okay, so we talk about a lot of companies using case studies and stuff, trying to just push people into those, thinking it's actually going to get them the result that they're looking for. Um, how could how would they better actually use testimonials and case studies kind of woven within their brand narrative so that now they're actually leveraging all the results they've actually been able to achieve to you know help people make this decision and kind of further ingrain that story yeah all of the best customer testimonials reinforce your brand narrative if not just tell mm-hmm. your brand narrative from their perspective like if you're not doing that then you're right. not then you're leaving massive open territory for your competition. So let's say that you want to um, sell against a market leader. Well, you can explain mm-hmm. all the reasons you're better. And people are going to kind of analyze that and assume that you're self-serving yourself. Or when you have a customer switch, you can provide them an amazing experience and they'll tell the story about how they were working with this market leader in dealing with these specific problems, which led them to look to a solution mm-hmm. like you. And you were newer and unproven, but they decided to pick you because of blank. And this is the experience they got. And like that is a far more valuable way to put your brand. It just reinforces your brand narrative. And and ultimately, your, your raving fan customers will when you do this right they will outsell your top salespeople, right because when they see that they're like wow i really want to look at this brand now you know right yeah makes sense so 
going further off that, where, how are you um, including the brand narrative within your marketing, within even within the company, and how the individuals are using with you know employees and stuff at the company are actually using this story to push it out to the audience. Do you have some examples of different ways you're getting that to market? Right. So like, <laughs> let's just dispel that marketing is a department for a second. Like marketing and telling and, and conveying the mission and the culture of the brand is across the entire team, right? So if I was, yep. if I was in your company, uh, I would immediately be, of course, putting the brand narrative on my website, right? But I would be sharing, when I share it on my social media, I would be sharing what customers the customer's journey of their examples and their experience with it, right? And when I onboarded new clients, I'd be sharing that. When I signed up new people for my newsletter, it'd be the first things I sent out. When I had salespeople mm -hmm. open a meeting, I would say, hey, let me just give you a quick overview of our company. And I would explain the brand narrative in about three minutes, right? Not we have this many locations and you know, right. and, and, and we have this many logos, but I would actually explain with the brand narrative that the customer is going to find themselves in out of the gate. And if the CEO was invited to talk somewhere, I would open with the brand narrative. Right. Mm -hmm. And then now what happens is, and so it's, it, it supports doing it with onboarding sales is doing it in their meetings. The CEO is doing it in all of their uh, stages. Marketing's doing it both on their website, off their website. Uh, and, and now you're taking snippets of it and you're putting it as a core component and you want that story to be reinforced in all of the things that you do. Ultimately, mm -hmm. that's what a brand is. It is communicating a clear, compelling, congruent story. So it, you need to make sure that you, none of your marketing uh, confuses, dilutes or changes that brand narrative. Right. And ultimately, your brand narrative is, I mean, every single business is a bet. Does that make sense? It's a bet that this way is a better way. That's what a business is. And the brand narrative is the way you communicate that bet in a way that your, your target audience can receive it because you'd make the story about them. Well, all right. Looking at just giving advice now to some company that's looking to actually build out their brand narrative. Um, first, what if, say, company founder doesn't have a story, right? They don't have anything that was like a huge come to Jesus moment where they like have, you know, epiphany where they're like, oh, this is a better way of doing things. Maybe they just stumbled upon this and said, I could probably make some money here. Right. Okay. What so advice we have a would customer. you give them for craft? We took through. We have a customer that we took through our go-to-market process, and I won't. I'm not going to name this particular customer, but he was awesome because it was fun. Um, and uh, and he's like, I'm like, what got you into this business? And I expected him to explain that he had some experience in the industry. He's like, no, I went out to buy a business, and I looked at about 200 profit and loss statements, and I saw this business, and I bought it. That's how I got into this right. space. I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna have to pivot on this one a little bit because <laughs> I bought it off of the spreadsheet. So I talked to him about his customer and what his customer is dealing with. He was like, they're constantly dealing with uh, operational challenges and they want to have an efficient, profitable business. So what we did is we basically said he wanted to come in and, and, and buy a business that 
that was operationally efficient and help other companies do the same. We took his exact experience and we applied it into his brand narrative. And then that's why he selected this company because customers with this problem are massively underserved, but this company solves it and they do it in this way. And we turned it into his brand narrative. Yeah. It's fun. A, a little example. bit of an audible. Right. Uh, so what advice would you give to a business owner who might be hesitant to actually create a brand narrative? Maybe they're worried it's not going to be good enough. It won't resonate. Um, and so they're just they're slow to put it out there. Hmm. What, what's that risk? Yeah, what are the stakes? Say, hey, um, to the business owner that feels like they don't need a brand narrative or they don't have a compelling story, I would argue that until you create that story. And oftentimes it's not an amazing story, mm -hmm. right? Oftentimes it's just what happened that made you realize a change needed to occur. And it's the same change that you want your customer to make. Right. And, and you're, and you're explaining your journey of how you got to where you are. That is so much more effective than explaining highly techno babble, complicated terms that you're expecting them to understand that you have experience with, but they don't. Now the story's not about them anymore. Right? right. And the fact is, if you can help them understand the the path that that you can guide, that 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 is a story that they can see themselves in. I can see myself having this problem. I can see myself having had these thoughts and questions and concerns before I can see I've seen these alternatives and I've normally they've not chosen them for a reason, right? That's why they still are where they are. But now you have a new, better way. You introduce that and show how it's helping people. It, it's a better packaging of what you do than here's a bunch of information. Please consume it, process it, <laughs> internalize it on how it matters to you so you can make a decision. That is not effective marketing. Um, and I guess the um, I guess the test for the non-believers would be who are your favorite brands and did they information you into a sale? And if they did, let me know which brand it was. I'm interested. I'm really interested. I think there's a story there that we're missing. Right. <laughs> um, awesome. Any, any parting advice, anything else that you would, uh, you think is critical for just understanding brand narratives? Everyone operates under a brand narrative. It's not a marketing thing. It's a human thing. There is the story yeah. that you are telling yourself every day of what you're building for you with your goals. And you take that story if you're a leader of a company and you reposition it, the same story of what you're building. But you're, when you tell it to your team, you're showing them how they can be successful in being part of that story. And you take that same story and you shift it again for the market and you're showing them how you're going to help them be successful by fulfilling your story. And then everyone gets to go to work making that story true. That's what a company is. And a, and a company that is in sync with that story is going to be able to basically outperform the company that doesn't know why they're there. They're just your training time for money. Like, is that the alternative? What's the alternative to seeing a mission, seeing a problem, having a goal, and being able to communicate that to others. I think it's just trading time and waiting it out. I don't I don't think that company wins.
Yeah. Awesome. All right. It's good advice. I think that wraps this episode. Uh, thank you for joining me, providing some insights on brand narratives. Always fun. Uh, for everyone listening, thank you for that. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you never miss an episode. And until next time, this has been Growth Team Radio. Want to grow your business? Try to find the right path to do it? Well, we've got the answer. Go to stopscaling.com. Yes, you heard right. Go to stopscaling.com where we'll show you the exact way to grow your business this year.